Welcome in to the Eric Zane Show podcast from the uh, Impact Power Sports Studio. Um, yeah, I I sound like shit. I understand that. I've uh, I I think I might be able to get into second gear. Frankly, I but believe it or not, as bad as it sounds, I think I actually feel somewhat better. It was a day yesterday of rest recommended by you all. You know, um, I started that deal yesterday and I was like, ah, I'm going to power through. I'm going to power through. And then as soon as I uh, started realizing that, you know, it's two hours. And then I, I just I just started to like, ah, oh, fuck, this, this, this hurts. It's just painful. Hang on. <laughs> Excuse me. You're going to get that. <clears throat> as whatever it is that is in my system has now um, gone to like uh, the area that makes me cough more, more further deep down in the cockles of my soul. And the more I talk, the more I'm going to, uh, I'm going to cough. In fact, I wouldn't even rule out um, throwing in the towel on this today. It wouldn't surprise me at all if I just can't stop coughing because that's where I'm at right now. If I, um, if I don't talk, I don't cough. So there's that. But um, I'll give it my best for a little bit at least. Uh, appreciate your patience yesterday. Tyler says, where are the cockles of your soul? Well, I don't know. I would describe it as the spot where it just feels like it needs to be um, scratched. <clears throat> there's the cockles. Right there. Megan is here. Show mom. She writes, easy county commissioners meeting tonight at 630. Interviews? Well, I don't know. It it, it depends. The only thing I'm interested in that is um, how the whole infighting thing with those people. I talked to a person yesterday, or maybe it was the day before, who knows our pal Joe Moss personally and has supported him from the jump until now. Because I'm telling you, the only thing that makes our Republicans more upset than a bunch of, uh, 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 what do you call it, drag queens reading to children is our county officials spending their Dutch money all right, that's that's where they draw the line. They draw the line there. So uh, this pal of mine is like, uh, yeah, I I can't even. It's 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 become so ridiculous. Uh, Megan says interviews feel like a no. I didn't know you were having issues with your cockles. Yes, uh, but no big deal. I think I could, but I don't know who to talk to. Uh, Tim suggests silent podcast. Make it like charades and the audience can take wild guesses. I see Ashley is here, here. Is uh, here, here. I don't know why I said that. I see Ashley is here. Uh, fresh off of her fake concussion. Um, she was 
trying to dominate the show two days ago with when I finally got a chance to look at my phone. All sorts of, um, oh my God, you won't believe it. Share these pictures. I was so badly hurt. I was concussed. She like bumped her head or something like that. And then I'm like, what? She diagnosed herself a concussion. And then later in the day, when it was so nice out, she went out and played golf. You, you did not have a concussion. Shut up. No, an actual doctor did that. No, no, no. I don't, I don't, I don't believe you. I, I, I don't believe that you went to a physician and got diagnosed with a concussion. It, it's, no. I, I would need to actually see a doctor's note. So shut up. All right. Um, well, uh, so yesterday, yeah, I was doing this show. And um, it kind of like after getting started, I was like, okay, forget it. So when I shut it all down, I've got three cups of coffee in me at that point. <clears throat> and um, I'm like, all right, well, I'm, I'm not going back to bed. All right. So I kind of just sat here took care of some busy boring work some things that i've been uh you know what i did i actually started getting all my tax shit together because uh the, the tax hobbit is going to see me shortly and uh i you know you got to gather up all your all your documents and shit i'm like oh my god um saw how much i peeled off of my retirement to pay for madison school i'm like oh my god are you kidding me you know, when you're, when you're peeling it off to pay the tuition bills, you don't realize. And then you add them all up, and it's like, oh, my God. All right. Now, you hear Darla in the background on Take Your Dog to Work Day. Let me just tell you, yesterday, she was so not in my good graces that if she continues that for any amount of time, I'm, I'm going to bring her downstairs and put her in the crate. Okay, we just can't have that. By the way, you're going to hear a lot of snorts and phlegm swallowing. Hang on. Oh, that was a good one. Um, I take her outside yesterday. She's on her leash. I don't, Bruce and Darla do not go on without a leash on. Or they, they don't go out without a leash on. Okay, Darla's a runner. And... Here it's pitch black. I've had a exhausting day. And um, by the way, I, I, I feel I'm starting to think that I can do uh, at least half of this show today. Maybe more. I'm actually feeling decent. Time will tell. Yesterday, no way. Darla has a tendency. She will um, actually bite the leash and she starts like whipping her head around like she's in a tug of war. And son of a bitch, she pulled the leash right out of my hand. Now, typically, she doesn't realize that I'm not hanging on to it. But after she took a few steps and didn't feel me like tugging on it, she realized, oh, my God, I've done it. I'm free. So I've got Bruce on his leash. It's pitch black. I feel like shit. O'Neal's in, uh, in the backyard. He's got his little uh, tracker on. 
So in case he wanders away, I can always go and get him, which he does do. Now Darla is taking off into the night through the cul-de-sac, and she is headed to oblivion. It's like, and I can barely see her. It's so dark out. I mean, it's completely dark out. It's just one street light in the cul-de-sac, and it's barely lighting up anything. And then I, Darla! I mean, in the middle of the night, in the middle of the cul-de-sac, screaming Darla. And I'm like, oh. And I can barely move. I got my Crocs on. It's freezing. She circles back. Thank God. And now she's like uh, running around me like I'm the sun and she's the earth just running around me, living her best life. The leash is dragging behind her. And if, if she could talk, she'd just be like, aha, fuck you. I've waited for this for so long. Fuck off. And then she'll stop. And then as I get closer to her, she'll like, you know, and then she'll take off again. She's got the zoomies so bad. And Bruce wants to chase her. So he's pulling me. And I'm like, just hang out to him for dear life. I'm like, I don't know what to do. So this goes on for like five minutes. And I just feel like such an idiot and completely helpless. And uh, I call, I'm, I'm thinking about calling my neighbor, uh, Etta. And said, Etta, I need your help. Because Darla will run up to you because you're new. He's not going to run up to me because... Or she's not going to run up to me because she knows I'm chasing her. But if you come out, she's going to be like, oh, someone new. So I'm debating that. Then, out of the blue, O'Neill has jumped down the retaining wall and come around the house. And now, all of a sudden, O'Neill is right there. And it's as if he's saying, hey, I'll help you. And so Darla, and it did, because Darla wants to play with him. So O'Neill's standing close to me. And then she runs up to him and starts to abuse him. And then... Um, they're at, we're on the front yard of, uh, my neighbor, Don. Now, so you got me, the hallelujahs, and then Don Gouda. That's his name. Gouda. Like, like the cheese. So I always call him the big cheese. Hey, big cheese, Don Gouda. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm on, uh, the big cheese's front yard and I do a dive and um, boy, did that hurt when I hit the ground. Um, that wasn't great at all. I was like, oh, my God. You really feel your age when you get to a certain point. I think um, it, it and it compounds annually like interest. It's just like every year. It's, it's uh, like whenever I see like a kid hit the ground playing in the yard like my neighbors. I'm like, God damn, if I fell like that kid just fell there, I'd be in the hospital for a month. So. I'm like, it scrambles my eggs. I'm like, God damn it. <clears throat> this happens like two or three more times. Finally, O'Neill starts to go back over to like my yard. And um, same thing, Darla following him, attacking him. And then she runs around a little more, attacks him again. And finally, I got close enough. I was able to st uh, step on the leash. And holy shit. And I was... um so hoarse i think that might be why i'm hoarse right now i mean i couldn't i wasn't in any shape to be doing anything more than walk out there walk back in the house and then continue my evening of doing nothing but there i am diving on my neighbor's front lawn chasing darla and uh i was so fucking pissed off after that that it took me like um the rest of the night 
to him. Like if someone, okay, let's say that someone burst into the house, um, home invasion, and they had a gun, and someone said, all right, the home invader said, something's going to die. What is it? I would say, kill that dog. Just shoot that dog. If you got to kill one thing, shoot. Leave the other dogs alone. Leave the people alone. Shoot that dog. In fact, I will I will shoot it for you. I'm that pissed off. Shoot that fucking dog and then leave us alone. I was incorrigible. I was so pissed off. I haven't been that pissed off in a long time. Last time I was that pissed off, I was yelling at Aram and Amanda. However many days ago that was. Oh, my God. So, finally got that out of me. You know, that's that's the thing. You got to just... Time. Time heals everything. Now, then I, then I come back to the pack. Then I'm like, all right, okay, everything's okay. <coughs> Excuse me. You're going to get a lot of that. You're going to get a lot of that today. Um, then I take the uh, nighttime cold medicine which I thought there was something in the news that said that nighttime, that cough medicine doesn't work anymore. That that's been on, that's been like proven wrong. Wasn't there something in the news about how all these cold medicines don't work? Well, I mean, I don't know. I took it and it's, hang on. (coughs) Damn it. It seemed to be effective, um, but maybe it just put me to sleep. I don't know because I was out. I was out like a light and um, nothing better than waking up and you feel like you've been sleeping for like a year and then it's only like midnight. I was like, oh shit, yes. I abandoned in the last 48 hours um, all attempts to get up earlier. Remember I told you I was getting up earlier and I don't know, maybe this has something to do with how that affects a person because I haven't been sick since the last time I had COVID, which was a year and three months ago. All right. At all. And the second I start getting up earlier, you know, slowly turning the clock back, getting ready for the morning radio show on March 18th. Uh, that I'll be doing here. Um, yeah, here I am. I'm sick as a fucking dog. So my God damn it. You know, and I, I went back in morning radio days. I hated I mean, it was always, oh, the absolute worst. So, you know, um, that's in the back of my brain about how this is, how this affects a person. I don't think, I think the level that I'm at, I was at, um, for the past five years, getting up at, um, 620, 630, 640. I think that's the absolute perfect sweet spot for me because I can, uh, get up at that hour and then I'm good the whole day. I don't, I don't need a goddamn nap. And then, um, but now since we're winding the clock back, I'll be getting up in the four o'clock hour. I mean, that changes the game. I've got a, I need a, a something to recharge during the day. So I, that is unavoidable. There, there's no, there's no workaround for that. Okay. And I think already I'm uh, where my life expectancy was increasing during these past five years and uh, in three months, two months, um, it's now going to start uh, decreasing again with this. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. This is what I wanted. Okay. This is what I asked for. And this is what I'm doing. Um, so 
the idea about the radio show, I, I really want to float the idea of um, who are these Zanes morning radio edition. Uh, it's only fair. If I'm going to review free beer and hot wing shows, somebody, I don't, but I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I want to do this. Maybe this is a Ben Glaze job. Maybe this is another audience member who wants to pick up the, um, pick up the slack and review the audio for who are these Zanes, but I could totally see this being a show where who are these Zanes we can review. So you would get the audio from those shows. Okay, this is when you did this, and this was stupid, and then I'm just sitting here wincing in pain, giving you my account of it. That's I, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm about 15% there on this show, but I think that that could be fun. Um, so I, that's something I'm, I'm planning on. Uh, all right. Talking health. There's a school right around the corner called Sandy Hill Ele- Elementary. They shut down the whole school because so many kids are sick with what I have. All right. Now, what I have is just a fraction of what these kids are going through. All right. It's so bad. It's, uh, I don't know if it's that what's known as a norovirus, which is fast spreading and extremely contagious. They actually, so many kids have this. They said, okay, we're shutting down the school and we're deep cleaning the school. This has to run its course. We got to stop it. So I don't know what's going on, but Pooh Bear, she was sick not long ago and uh, she brought this home. I'm 100% convinced that she brought this into the household. Blue Chaos says, Sandy Hill is my alma mater. Megan, show mom, writes, parents of little kids, put a glow stick in the bottom of the trash can under a bag so that they can make it into the trash can. Oh, for puking. Uh, Maureen says, I nominate Ryan Weber if Ben Glaze can't do it. Barfing kids are the worst. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I remember when Jim was two. That is when I learned of rotavirus. Oh, my God. We were driving in the old Corsica, traveling from Midland down to the Detroit area to visit. It was easy, Pooh Bear, and Little Jim. And all of a sudden, Diana is freaking out. Jim is in the back seat. He threw up, and the throw up shot over her seat back and hit the back of her head and now is running down her back of her neck. It was that intense of a vomit. What the fuck? Also, when that happened, he shit himself. It's like, oh boy, this, this is the big one. So, okay. Pull over best we can. You know, I mean, talk about you're screwed so bad. By the time we get home, it's happening more and more. It doesn't take long until he's dehydrated. Okay, kids dehydrate fast. We have to go to the hospital. 
Um, he didn't go into critical care, but he was fucked. And then they tried to get an IV into him and he was so dehydrated. They couldn't do it. They couldn't like, uh, the, all the veins were like, um, not accepting the needle and they kept like poking him, and he's freaking out. And finally they got, it was so bad. I had to sleep by his uh, crib side in the hospital for like two days. It was incredible how much, uh, how much trouble that that was. It was really, really ugly. I, they, they may have a vaccine for that now, but you know how it is nowadays. All the fucking oath keepers, they don't even get vaccines. Did you see that, that all the, um, cases of measles are on the rise a um, an illness that was largely eradicated and uh and no one's getting their kids the vaccine for measles now because nobody trusts the government and those all these assholes are pissed off that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard in the world for decades we've had uh, uh chronic illnesses terrible illnesses and diseases eradicated disappeared from the from the country from the face of the earth practically and because uh, everybody's stupid now when it comes to getting vaccinations. They're like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to do that now. It's going to give my kid autism. You dumb fuck. Um, there got to a, a point. There was a point in Jim's illness that they said, look, in order to keep him hydrated, <coughs> you have to for several days in a row. Not even kidding you. Give him one half teaspoon of water and or Pedialyte every five minutes. So literally, it was a game. I had to have a stopwatch set for five minutes, go. Give him the first half teaspoon of the fluid. And just wait, because if you start doing anything else, the timer, you miss the timer, you fuck it up, so you can't really get anything going. I sat next to that kid for like two days doing that shit. That was the only way to keep him hydrated. Uh, fast forward a couple of years, Jackie comes down with um, same damn thing, rotavirus. I'm like, oh, no. So immediately I started the regimen every five minutes, fluid, fluid, fluid. If you can keep your kid from getting dehydrated, you're in good shape. Oh, my God. So if that ever happens, you just remember. Rotavirus, easy, told you. Keep your kids hydrated. Uh, Kenny says, yes. Have you ever had babies spit up, spew into your mouth? Uh, I did not, but Diana did. She was holding Jim over her head, looking. He was looking down at her, uh, out of her mouth, puke, uh, right into her mouth. Right into her mouth. Tim says, I'll take baby spit up over puke any day. Uh, the infamous orange sawdust that the janitor would throw down to soak up the vomit. Tim adds, I wonder if the janitorial scientist is cleaning up all that puke in the school. Adam says, would you rather have a sea hold, a sea hold with autism? Do you mean child? A child with autism or lose your child to a disease that could have been avoided if you got one shot, well, the fact of the matter is, uh, vaccines don't cause autism. Tim writes, freeze the Pedialyte in small ice cubes for sick kids. It's a good idea. All right. But I am back from the dead. Um, concerning this radio show, back to that. 
So I'm buying this piece of equipment. And um, this is how it goes in my world right now because the radio station um, already is spending a ton of money to get me all set up here. Now, this was a conversation I had with one of the bosses. And I said this knowing full well that there was going to be some cost in getting things up to speed. And I said to them, hey, there's going to need to be some equipment upgrades. Um, do you want to go in half? Which I thought was fair. And the guy goes, nah, there won't be any need for equipment upgrades. And I'm like, okay. So then they looked at what I need and they see there's a massive amount of equipment upgrades. <laughs> so they're doing all this on their end to get me all set up. This is stuff to like, uh, just boring shit. And then, uh, there's my engineer, Dave Grant. They said, we, uh, do you have someone who could do all this for you? And I said, yes. So I went ahead and, um, I hired the engineer and then we're having a conversation and Dave goes, who's paying me? And I'm like, Oh God. And, uh, they go, well, I guess we are. And, um, so there's that. Dave says to me later, he goes, was I, was I too abrupt? I go, ah, whatever, whatever. No, 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 you weren't at all. I go, you know, I mean, whatever. You don't know those people. You're not here to make friends. You're here to make a living. Uh, that it's, it's fine. If you get it out of the way, whatever, no big deal. Then, um, we're sitting in here and Dave visits me and he goes, okay, uh, you're going to need a new console. So the thing that controls the volume, just it's got all sorts of faders on it. I go, okay, no problem. And, uh, he prices one out for me and, uh, it's $2,000 and I go, well, I'm just going to try. I'm going to try to ask, see if I can pull one over on, on the new people that I'm working with. And, uh, I go, Hey, uh, I need an equipment upgrade. Uh-huh. Hey, how about we go in half on it? Now, remember, they're already paying an arm and a leg for Dave and for all of that uh, other shit, uh, computers and stuff, so that I can send this signal to there. So first I said, before all that, I said, let's go in on half. They said, ah, there's going to be no problem. There's a problem. They're paying for it. So th then I go, hey, I remember I said, how about we go in half on this console? And uh, number two goes, we're already paying for all this other stuff. I go, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. No, I didn't forget. I'm just trying to, I'm, tr I'm trying to save money. So I go, all right, no problem. Hey, you know what? Don't even worry about it. And honestly, it's fair. It's absolutely fair. Again, stepping over nickels to pay for, uh, or to uh, pick up dollar bills. Stepping over nickels to pick up dollar bills. That's how it's going with the Eric Zane Show podcast and uh, the Eric Zane Show morning show which is not what it's called. The name of the show, I technically did not pick the name of the show. I don't care about the name of the show. I'm happy that they're happy with the name of the show. Uh, they're like, okay, send us your logo. And I go, you honestly don't have to use my logo. You can do whatever you want. It's I don't want to make this complex. All I need to do is get on the air. 
So then I'm talking to the guy who's going to send me this, uh, this piece of equipment from this company. And he goes, we can't get it to you for months. And I'm like, holy shit. Are you kidding me? No. So now Dave has to come here and retrofit this goddamn old ass. What I have here is for podcasting. Okay. It's not for broadcasting on the radio. So there's that. But one way or another, we will be on the air March 18th. So from today, 18 days, Mark. In fact, um, on Monday, I think Monday. Let's see. What is this? February 29th. Uh, I believe either the 4th or the 11th, we're going public with this. So it's actually going to be like, EZ is going to be on this radio station. All right. So welcome into the show. Uh, now that I'm up and running and uh, talking a little bit, I feel pretty safe, pretty secure that I can get through this damn thing. No problem. No problem. But yesterday it was damn important that I take that day off. Uh, I skipped the hockey game, which is rare. I don't miss hockey games. But I had to yesterday. Thank you to all of you who were patient and suggested that I do exactly that. Just kind of like lay low for the day. Uh, I, that absolutely did help me. Uh, Pooh Bear was kind of like, you should take today off too. And I'm like, eh, no, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try this thing. See if I can't make it happen. And I can always just pull the plug. No big deal. In case I get in the weeds. We have a big fraud Sunday coming up this week. Uh, that has never happened before. A big fraud Sunday. Um, so Ben and I, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time, will kick off the weekend, the big fraud Sunday, I should say, with who are these Zanes? Ben is going to cover some of these horrible commercials that I had to make for various businesses 30 years ago. One is a nightclub. Another one is a strip joint. And the other uh, bit is a comedy bit that I did that Joe wrote, Joe Volk. He'll have that. I have for you an interview that I would do, uh, an interview I did with a former Detroit Pistons basketball player. Back in the day, we um, paid a guy who was on the Pistons back then named Mark Macon. Uh, a few bucks to be on the show with us each week. And um, my interviewing skills are so bad. God damn it. it. It's just one thing after another. Um, there are people that work in radio who have a tendency to, as soon as they start, they're very good. The one that comes to mind the most is a guy by the name of Jim Costa. The second that guy turned on a microphone, even at a young age, he was proficient and good at it. I don't think I've ever been good at this at any one point. Um, I think nowadays I take my time a little bit more and can actually uh, conduct an interview appropriately. But, I mean, seriously, we're talking years, decades of effort and never any progress. It is a miracle that anyone would even want to have me on their radio station right now. It's it's a flat-out miracle. Stand by. <coughs> so we'll be covering that on a big fraud Sunday, starting at 11 a.m., and then the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast right after that. 
All right. So I got into a fight. It wasn't a fight um, with a guy, a listener on Patreon the other day. His name is, uh, was it Brandon? I think it was Brandon. Um, let's see. It, no, it's Braden. Braden has this, um, this view of the Gaza Israel conflict that, um, it's like, you know what Hitler did to the Jews? That's what he feels is happening there. And there are some people who, um, like if you were to interview or talk to scholars right now, some actually say, agree with that, say this is in fact a genocide. Others, not so much. Um, this all starting October 7th when, uh, I mean, the Gaza Strip is run by a terror organization, Hamas. And the people that live in Gaza voted to put them in power. And now these maniacs um, wait for opportunities to try to slaughter Israelis. And they were successful at it on October 7th. Cut through a fence, attacked people randomly, uh, thousands, uh, like 1,200, 1,300 Israelis minding their own business at a music festival. These maniacs come in and shoot everybody. Fucking horrible. Israel responds in kind, starts bombing the shit out of them, and says, all right, uh, we're going to put an end to this once and for all. We're going to root out this terror organization. Problem is Hamas blends in with the people that live there. So you got Israel coming in and doing whatever they can to put an end to this. Well, anyway, so that's how that goes. Well, this guy signs up not long ago, January on Patreon. Seems like a nice dude. Um, he was actually, he sent a, uh, a nice email when he signed up saying, Hey, I used to listen to Freeburn hot wings and um, I'm, I'm finally over them and I'm liking what you're doing. I go, Oh, okay, great. Well, apparently whenever I talk about, um, this war and he thinks that like, I'm supporting genocide. Like I'm, I want to, I want to see dead Palestinians, which couldn't be further from the truth. Frankly, um, those two sides need peace somehow, but, um, no one is actually giving an inch here. Hamas is like, fuck you. Those terms don't work. And the Israelis are like, all right, fuck you. In fact, today there was a story about how the Israelis went ahead from some accounts. We don't know the truth, but I'm thinking it is true. There was like some humanitarian aid being given to people in, uh, in, in, uh, in the Gaza Strip. They're giving out like flour and rice and shit. And all of a sudden, the Israelis start shooting people. So this is uh, the, the most horrible fucking thing on the planet, without a doubt. Well, anyway, um, he thinks that, you know, I need to go on record as uh, believing what he believes, which I don't. You know, um, Hamas started this goddamn war and uh, Israel is going to finish it. I mean, the way I look at it is, can you imagine if uh, someone did that to the U.S., which is what I talked about on Patreon the other day, how we would respond and you would want us to respond? I mean, fuck that shit. <coughs> so after I talked about it on um, Tuesday or Monday, he took me to task. And so we had a little bit of a discussion about it. 
And I could tell I was going to get nowhere with them. So I, I like, I like, all right. I ripcorded. I go, you know, okay, let's just agree to disagree. One of those things. Um, the conversation we had was in between moments on the show on the Patreon where I talked about this. And then, so we had the conversation and then he listened to that day's Patreon. And I think at the end of it, I was chanting, let's go Israel. And so he then went and canceled his Patreon. So I, I think, uh, I think it was a little bit too much for him. Uh, he is like a college age person. And that, that kind of goes hand in hand. Um, people that are in the education system and the, in colleges are all about, um, you know, that side of this issue. But uh, anyway, I was just, I was kind of surprised though, that he actually took it to, uh, to that level. Like, Hey, yeah, well, fuck you easy. And I'm like, okay, free market solution. No big deal. No big deal. All right. Cole says, sounds like he's soft as baby shit. Go back to free beer and hot wings. Yeah, I get that. I mean, uh, I can understand why you would say that. Um, you know, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't hold it against him though. I mean, you get, you get that in this. It's, it's not a good, good position to be in, to be sure. Um, Dan says, don't kick a person in the nuts without expecting a response. That's a good point. Uh, are you saying him or me? By the way, when are we going to start advertising for the dirty donut? Last year, I think we started in like right around this time. Ryan writes, God damn it. I just pulled a big fraud, left my office space heater on all night. Holy shit. Be careful. Tim writes, we should have Eric get sponsored by the new strip club, uh, club in Holland called Tulips. God damn it. Uh, great reminder. You can email me on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox if you have anything that you want to say. And welcome to all of you that are watching on Facebook, X, and YouTube. But I do have to send you on your way. The rest of the show is available on Twitch. Either download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane live on your mobile device or just go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. I will uh, post that after this one finishes up. And as always, the Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You can sign up for seven days free. You can even weigh in on the conversation between um, uh, Bleeding Heart Braden. That is his new name. Uh, that has been taken from the mantle of Bleeding Heart Brian. It is now Bleeding Heart Braden. You can click on my Angel of Death episode and you can see the actual conversation between Bleeding Heart Braden and myself. I give him credit, though, for standing up, saying, you know what? Fuck this shit. You're out. I'm firing you easy. But I guess my question is, you have to understand. Um, I mean... Being that you are bleeding heart, Braden, and I don't even mean that insultingly. You're, you are. Um, how are you going to handle the election? Because you've got Joe Biden there who is, um, you know, he has done nothing really 
to help broker a peace deal. Um, the U.S. has given tons of aid to Israel to to fucking blow up everybody in Gaza. But that's your guy who you have to vote for. What do you do? That puts you in a pickle because if you're quick to throw out EZ, you gotta you gotta throw the guy out who's paying for the weapons that the Israelis are using to kill those people. So I, you know, I think you've got another big decision to make when it comes to that. Which, by the way, did you see that deal about Trump? The Supreme Court is now gonna decide whether or not Trump can be tried in the uh, in the election interference case. You know, he's got several indictments. Well, <coughs> the one in Georgia where he said, I need 11,000 votes. Give me some votes. Well, that's going forward. Well, now the Supreme Court has agreed to listen to the argument about that whole thing. And they could very soon say he cannot be charged. Uh, he had presidential immunity, which means everything goes out the window. They just throw it all out. So, you know, Trump has been more Teflon than John Gotti back in the day. So I fully expect um, the Supreme Court to rule in his favor. And then that's an entire lawsuit thrown out. I should say an entire criminal proceeding thrown out uh, against him, which a lot of people thought would help keep. Democrats want to do everything they can to get that trial to go down. Okay. Because Trump is unstoppable right now. You've got a uh, one of the most unpopular presidents in history in office right now. You've got Republicans who want redemption. All right. And all Trump has done is uh, embolden his base even more. This is going to be so interesting to follow. All right. At the end of the day, do I want one to win? Yes, but that's not what this is about. Okay. It's about because no matter who's in office for me, um, I look at this as like sports teams. Some of you might take this more seriously, but I don't because whether Donald Trump is in office or Joe Biden is office or is in office business as usual here, I'm not changing a goddamn thing. Nothing changes on my level. All right. And honestly, I just sit back and watch the goddamn parade. And I know that you might think, well, that's a terrible attitude. Well, that's what it is. I mean, I don't know how this is entertainment to me. It should be to you too. My God. All right. So anyway, uh, Trump's going to win. There's no way Trump is going to lose this election. He's going to win and he's going to win by a lot. It's so ugly. And I don't want that to happen. All right. Easy. Are you going to vote for Joe Biden? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Is he um, fit to be president? No, no. He just had his health checkup. And uh, I think the doc got his palm greased or something like that because the doc's like, oh, yeah, he is so fit. He is. Oh, my God. He's sharp as a tack. Come on now. All right. Thanks to those folks on Facebook X and YouTube. Uh, Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Hang on. <coughs> Rebecca says Trump equals end of democracy. Um, No, I wouldn't say that. I would say it's going to be uh, a strange four years. 
And uh, hopefully the Democrats will actually present a candidate that is electable in the, uh, in the next four years. Uh, I would say that Rebecca, um, no matter what happens in the election, um, you and I are going to be fine. So is everybody here. We need to stop being so connected to the election that it's going to affect us in any way, shape, or form. I don't know if you saw the story about how here in Michigan, because of the uh, war in Gaza, there were more than 100,000 undecided voters, all right, in the great state of Michigan. That has never happened before. And they were all Arabs. The Arab population in Michigan is the most of any state. And the Arabs are pissed off because Biden is paying for Israel to blow up Gaza. And so they're like, fuck you. So that's, it's like our pal um, Braden there. Who, what are you going to do? Are you going to vote for Trump? Are you going to vote undecided in the election? Because you might as well vote for Trump if you're going to vote undecided. Uh, Rebecca said, uh, Trump said he wants to be a dictator. That's not true. Come on now. He said, day one, I'll be a dictator. And what he's meaning by that is all of his executive orders. I don't think, I don't think we can read into that dictator as like he's Mussolini or fucking uh, Adolf Hitler. So take it with a grain of salt. It's going to be okay. Bob says, just think, Trump wins. That means it's over and can't run again, though. Yeah, sit back and enjoy it. Honestly, there's, there's, you got, you cannot get too worked up about this. Nate says he did say he'd be a dictator on day one to close the border and drill baby drill. Yeah, that's what he said. Uh, Trump wants oil. Okay. He wants oil and he wants that border shut. Um, when it comes to the oil, uh, I kind of want him to drill, baby, drill. I'm not going to lie to you. I want to get past this fucking fad of EVs. When it comes to the border, um, I don't want him to close the border. We need those Mexicans. I think he should close the border, but still allow everybody in, in a nice orderly fashion. Is that going to happen? No. Those poor people are going to get there. And then, you know, Trump's thugs are going to probably beat the... Sh Oops. Trump's thugs are probably going to beat the shit out of people. Check, check. My headphones have been acting up lately. God damn it. Okay, I think they're back. Um, the other day I was doing Who Are These Broadcasters with Christian... And uh, I accidentally unplugged my headphones and I thought that um, there was another problem, but it was as simple as just my head headphones became unplugged. And I was like, oh my God. So when you're doing a show like that, you're in a, like a chat room, a video chat room. So I wanted to leave the room 
and then just sign back in thinking that would correct it, not knowing at that point that my headphones were unplugged. But instead of leaving the room, I hit end stream, which shut the whole fucking thing down. I'm like, oh. Now, it's a little different on the uh, Who Are These Broadcasters show. There's actually, I mean, usually um, there's like 100 to 150 people there. And that's it. You know, that's that's what, what you're dependent on. With with me on this show, it's it's a good day if I'm north of 40. So I felt like such an asshole by destroying the show. So, Rebecca, I guess my point in all this is when he says, I'll be a dictator day one. Don't read into that like people want you to. He's going to do executive orders and do what Nate said. Now, um, that could change. I don't know. Maybe he really is going to be a dictator, but I, I highly doubt it. Ryan says, I think so. I think it's pretty exciting for you, big fraud. You'll have a direct phone line directly to the White House. That's a good point. And by the way, I brought up with the boss at the new radio station. And I said, so one of my features, I'd like to be Trump. And uh, the person that runs the radio station says, no. I go, why? Well, because people here um, will get offended. I go, look. It doesn't have to be about politics. It's the best impression of Trump that has ever happened. They're going to think it's Trump. It's that good. And all I have to do is say, I actually got Trump on. And they're going to believe it. Okay. Well, we know that's a problem. I go, no, it's not a problem. Because we're going to talk about like sports. I want to do Trump on sports. Where he's going to talk about like sporting events and games and shit doing it in the voice it doesn't the bit is the voice the bit is because it so sounds like trump adam says impression you mean it's not trump exactly it is trump and i'm gonna do all that hang on stand by so i got the old well why don't you record a version of it and send it our way Trump says, make America great again, again. Nate, do you have a MAGA hat? Um, I'm looking for someone to get the Trump shoes. Can one of you get, because not only can you get the gold ones for $399, um, but he's got other shoes too. Kenny says, record a version of it. Hello, you have a podcast. Yeah, but I can't. Uh, and they and they've heard it. They've heard it. But they've heard Trump acting like an asshole. Okay. They want it to be a version sanitized. How would it actually sound on the radio? Like, what would the content be? Not so much how it sounds. How can you be so dumb to not understand what I'm talking about? Uh, Nate says, I ain't buying those ugly ass shoes, LOL. Oh my God, they're not ugly. I thought that they, you don't, you don't have to get the gold ones. There's ones that are white and red as well. Matt says the Trump shoes skit on SNL was great. No, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. It was horrible. 
I watched a lot of that episode of Saturday Night Live with that fucking uh, Shane Gillis do his monologue. That sucked. He's not funny. He's fucking horrible. I then I'd never heard of the guy. I didn't even know who the fuck he was. I don't I don't watch TV. I I I don't hate I don't like co- uh, comedians that much at all. I went back and looked at his shit that everybody loves because he's he's a he's a huge star. He's like the number one most watched show on Patreon. He sucks. It's horrible. So bad. I can't. I just can't handle it. And then his skits. Uh, Christian's like, oh, but the skits were great. I'm like, no, they weren't. They're they weren't at all. I hate sketch comedy. Stand up sucks. I hate stand up too. But the only stand up I like is Dave Chappelle. And I I like Chappelle when he's not even being fucking funny. Uh, Cole says Shane Gillis does a great Trump impression. Um, well, no, he doesn't because I compare him to what I hear on this show. That's a great Trump impression. Okay. If our guy, uh, was made up to look like Trump, he'd be a millionaire. He'd be a billionaire. Rich says, sounds like big fraud is out of touch with the comedy scene. Look, dude. That's not true at all. What I've seen sucks. God, I just don't like comedy that much. Stand-up comedy, a person telling me fucking jokes. Are you kidding me? This world would be a lot better and more funny if everybody tried to be exactly like me. That is the only way that this would be a funny world. Comedy sucks. Uh, Sir Bob of Oliver says, you also like Jim Brewer, ACDC. Okay, I like the bit. The bit is funny. Stevie says, speaking of comedy, rest in peace, Richard Lewis. Okay, if you've never seen the show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, whenever Richard Lewis is on it, fantastic. Was on it. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, in my opinion, is the funniest show uh, that I have ever, ever seen. Out of all the comedy shows that exist, most of them suck. Um, Anything Larry David is associated with is funny. Seinfeld was funny, but Curb Your Enthusiasm, funnier. All right. Anything else sucks. Friends sucks. Horrible. Um. I haven't watched enough Curb Your Enthusiasm. I need to have a show-watching marathon because the show is done now. The Ben Glaze is here. He says, Jim Brewer is god-awful. Kenny says Seinfeld was not funny. I disagree. I think it was somewhat funny. Funny at times. Kenny had a rough morning. He wrote, just lost a hubcap at my daughter's school while dropping her off. Went back to get it, and someone had already driven over it and destroyed it. That sounds like something that would happen to you. It really does. All right. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage invites you to reach out to them to get your mortgage. 231-332-6505. No matter where you are in the U.S., call Mario. 231-332-6505. 
whether it's your first mortgage or, or you've done this in the past, get started today on getting your mortgage. Okay, get out of that rut of paying rent to somebody. You're like, well, I can I, I can only afford rent. I can't afford a mortgage. Well, you know how your rent's been going up? That's because the interest rates have gone up. You can't afford a house. You just don't know it. Uh, reach out to Mario today. He'll help you every step of the way. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Call at 231-332-6505. The opening and live stream of the show is also brought to you by my vouch store. Vouch.store slash Eric Zane. Look at this. Still looking for somebody to purchase the Accelerate, the Nimble Accelerate Percussion Massage Gun or the Nimble Express Percussion Massage Gun. The big kahuna is $369. The little one is $199. Makes a great gift. All your aches and pains go away. And I can promise you, Within minutes, I would of well, actually within seconds of opening that, I'm going to put that on my crank. <coughs> but it could be bad. I don't know. It might be too intense. Uh, also on my vouch store, the um, the Camp Craft cocktails. Still waiting for a report on how that worked out for one of you. I know purchased that. Also, the pet supplies from uh, Rogue Pet Science includes food and. Other supplements, yak sticks, things like that. Uh, the Split Rock Coffee is a fantastic choice. Get some coffee from Split Rock Coffee. You can buy it on my vouch store. Or the toothbrush for just $8. Vouch.store slash Eric Zane. That is vouch.store slash Eric Zane. Please try out the products today. And uh, if you like them, then uh, make it a regular buy if you would. I've included the uh, link right there on the live stream. All right. Also, thanks to Impact Power Sports, where you can get an ATV, UTV, four-wheeler, side-by-side, e-bikes, Yamaha golf carts, the best in the business. Impact Power Sports is going to be at the uh, Grand Rapids Outdoor Show this weekend, uh, part of the huge show on Friday at DeVos Place. I will be there with Impact Power Sports. It'll be uh, easy, Bill Simonson and Lomas Brown. Hey, Dan. Again, Dan. Uh, we're going to be together at the outdoor show Friday, starting at 3 p.m. I want to see you there. Easy, Impact Power Sports, uh, the huge show, and Lomas Brown at the outdoor show in Grand Rapids on Friday with Impact Power Sports. You can find them online at impactpowersportsmi.com a full-service uh, department that can repair any issue that you have with your gear that you have or maybe uh, regular maintenance after you buy from our friends at Impact Power Sports. All right. I promised Kyle from a company that used to uh, advertise on this uh, radio, this uh, podcast, that I would give him a call. Missed out on him last week. I think he fell into kind of like a, uh, a meeting or something like that. See what he's up to here. He reaches out to me. He's like, yeah, hey, uh, hey, hello, Eric Zane. Eric Zane. Hey, hello, Eric Zane. <laughs> hello, Eric Zane. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Good day to you. Missed you last week. How are you? Yeah, sorry, fucking sorry, everybody. What, what happened was I was I was sitting there, and I think you texted me like you were peeing. Are you going to pee, or like you were on a topic? I don't know. Right. But uh, I was the phone rang, and then I had like a deep philosophical argument with myself, where I'm like, do I fucking do I take the fame or do I take the customer? And I took the customer. Oh, you have to. You have to. <laughs> um, you 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 can't like turn away the cash. Can't you know? can't do her. Hey, was it someone just calling, or were they banging on the door? You mean last week? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they were just calling. Okay. So you had to get that done. Did you end up getting the sale? Yeah, hell yeah, I did, dude. <laughs> Does business ever slow down in, in your industry, in the uh, dumpster industry? In the fucking, uh, in the old days, uh, when we were, like, uh, more shitty and, like, not as good of a business, yeah, it did. But, like, we're pretty fucking, we're pretty fucking busy, yeah, man. Are you going to be buying more dumpsters and equipment to move the dumpsters? Yeah, we uh, well, we just bought um, more dumpsters um, like last month. Well, they they got all delivered last month, so yeah. we got like fifty. We got like fifty five of those cocksuckers now. Holy shit! When you uh, okay in, <laughs> in your first year of doing this, how what was the lowest amount of dumpsters you had to uh, make available? <laughs> Yeah, so we had, well, we, we, when we first got real dumpsters, uh, we had nine. Um, but then before that, we just had three trailers. Oh, my God. The growth is, is, is incredible. Um, it's, it's, it's rather dick-like, for sure. So there's a company in Pennsylvania that you commissioned to make those fuckers, right? So, so yeah, we we did. Uh, we actually this last round, we actually used. Uh, I don't know. Oh, let me tell you this fucking story, Alexander. I can't believe I didn't, I didn't tell you. That. Well, maybe maybe I did, but anyway, I'll tell you this story. So we used a fucking uh, local company. Um, like that's actually like maybe like five minutes away from our our shop, and uh, to make the dumpsters. And then get this, the fucking um, that company has a connection with my dad's company because my dad makes paint, and so my dad made the paint for my dumpsters. Pretty fucking cool, dude. Oh, okay. So is that cheaper now that you do it a little bit closer to home? Yeah, we didn't have to pay the fucking. We didn't have to pay the shipping. The shipping was is a killer, as you can imagine. So we didn't have to pay the shipping, which was pretty fucking cool. How did the you metal not, prices were like a, a little lot, but that's okay. Okay, how did you not do this to start? How did you go? I mean, I don't understand. How did you not know that this was an option when you first started? I don't. I, to be honest with you, I don't know when that company. I think they're like. Maybe they haven't been. I don't fucking know. I don't know the history of that company. I guess, but the, you know, the uh, why we got them from the original place was because uh, we wanted the dumpsters built a certain way, and they were just the only ones we could find okay. at the time that that would build them like that. All right, so they take this fucking high grade steel and weld that shit all together, right? Oh yeah, hell yeah, baby. <laughs> How much does one dumpster cost? Alexander, I, I don't even want to tell you. Okay. Dude, it's so fucking expensive. I'm gonna I think guess. it's like I'm gonna guess. I think it's like, Okay, guess. Uh, I was gonna say sixty thousand dollars per dumpster. No, okay, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> that would be fucking wild, dude. No, they're they're like uh, between maybe like four and five or four and six thousand, kind of depending on what size. I feel like a real asshole for suggesting that they cost as much as a Mercedes Benz. <laughs> no, I mean, they, we get good use out of them, more more use out of them than a Mercedes Benz. But yeah, with you know, no motor, no no transmission. And you keep all those fucking things in the back of the place in Wyoming, right? 
No, no, we actually, uh, we, we were, we never were gonna because we weren't allowed to, oh, okay. um, but like sometimes we would leave like some of them on the trucks like overnight and then the fucking city came in with like these fucking, these dudes in like, uh, polos and khakis were like, yeah, you can't do this no more. And oh, I was like, how many, <laughs> how many of these trucks do you have? Uh, we have four right now and I think we're going to buy another one like close to the end of this year. God damn it. I'm so happy. <laughs> I love Damn it. <laughs> I love I love it when things kind of like uh become successful. You know, basically you you had an idea, you started with shit and then you're slowly incre- you know, you kind of did all the work yourself and now here you are, 55 goddamn dumpsters and uh with the opportunity to franchise that shit all around the goddamn country. Yeah, dude, it's going to be fucking, it's going to be sick, dude. And then one day I'll, I'll just have like millions and millions of dollars oh, yeah. and like, we'll, we'll just hang out. I'll just pay for all your shit. It'll be cool, dude. It's coming. It's coming. You're, <laughs> you're going to be a goddamn millionaire one day. I uh, did. That'd be, it'd be sick, dude. That's, I'm, I'm banking on it, but like not realistically, but like in the back of my mind, I'm banking on it. But then what's going to happen is you're going to be so, you're going to be uh, uh, so fucking rich. You're going to do something stupid. You know, you're going to get like, you're, you're going to like kill a family driving drunk or something, or you're going to, I, <laughs> I know like either that or like maybe, maybe get into like some shady business dealings with oh, yeah. like Ukraine or something. Or you're going to get caught like having sex with like a, with like a, a chick with a dick and then your wife's going <laughs> to leave you. <laughs> oh man. You know, something really uh, weird. Cause people lose their mind when they get rich. I know, dude. That's what I think it's because they fucking. Are, we already we've talked about this for years, me and Emilio. Like, like the work life balance is gonna be wild. Like, like yeah, we'll be like in this whatever you call it, like the the leadership team or like the C suite yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But like, daddy's daddy's not coming to work all the time. You fuckers can do the work, and then I'll come in there and you know with a little work life balance and be like a, a ray of sunshine, and we'll keep this fucker going, dude. That's fucking cool. I love this. <laughs> I love every second of this. Hell yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what's going on since the last time we spoke? Is there anything happening that we need to uh, that we need to address? Uh, uh, let me let me tell you this, Alexander. Let me tell you about the fucking. I had a, I was deep in a struggle for like two days uh, earlier this week. Let me tell you what the struggle is, and you're gonna think it's like very very serious. Like before I talk about, it, but it's not. It's like it's like the stupidest thing ever. But it, it took it took a lot of energy for my soul and brain. So I was listening to it. You ever have it where like you're listening to a song and then either like a riff or like something in the song like reminds you of a different song or is like almost the same as another song, but okay. then you can't fucking you can't fucking think of that other song. It happens all the time to me. The exact same thing. Hell yes, Eric Zane. So get this. You could even pull this up for the fucking audience if you wanted to. But so I was uh, listening to, um, well, it's actually, it's kind of like making its way around as like the like the soundtrack of like TikTok videos. But you know the Hank Williams Jr. song, Mr. Weatherman? I don't, but I know Hank Williams. Yeah, so he's got this song, right? Anyway, so he's got this riff that goes on in the beginning. And, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I've heard this riff before. But, like, not exactly, but, like, I've heard this riff. And I'm like, where the fuck have I heard it from, dude? And, like, but, you know, you can't, like, 
how do you like how do you you can't find it without accessing it in your brain you know what i mean like you can't just like yep. go to google and be like hey what's that fucking riff i'm thinking of you know what right, I mean? right right so i was deep in the throes of passion with my brain trying to figure this fucking thing out and i figured it out eric zane it, it is uh eric clapton wonderful tonight dude they have the same fucking riff in them dude and it, <laughs> I, it took me a while to get it dude but it was wild and the eric clapton song came out first too which <laughs> kind of is, is weird you know i feel like he would have known i think there's a there's a uh i think on google on your phone you can hum a song now and it will tell you what oh what, you can yeah i think that that's a thing holy fuck no one's telling me this shit dude. i'm not getting any memos just, from google about this stuff. i haven't tried it yet but i just saw it I, I i mean i'm a big fan of uh what's that fucking thing uh shazam oh yeah yeah jesus christ we live in the goddamn future we really do we do, and I didn't even, I don't even, I guess I didn't realize that. I didn't know you could hum into your phone, dude. Hey, I don't know if you heard the story. Uh, I'm starting a radio show March 18th. You are? Yes, on a classic rock station. Which one? I can't say yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you, it's you don't, not you, in you town. Don't want the fucking, it's not you in don't want West the elites coming down on you. Yeah, well, the boss said keep it keep it a secret, so I, uh, I, I haven't given that in. Some people have guessed it, but... Um, I haven't actually said what it is, but you'll be able to listen to me on an app six to 10. And then after 10, I'll start the or at 10. I'll start the podcast. So everything's going to move. The, like the, I'm going to get a lot busier, but the time's going to change. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I won't ask or I won't guess, but when I, when I figure it out, dude, hell yeah, dude, I'll listen to that fucking shit, dude. Yeah. Oh, no, it's going to be weird because like, you're not going to be like on there talking about pussies and no. dicks and stuff. So I don't know what the fuck you're going to be talking about. No, dude. no, no. You're absolutely right. In fact, it, there is a, <laughs> there's a moratorium on pussy and dick. Um, <laughs> a so, moratorium. Yeah. It's I, I'm, I'm shut out of all pussy talk and no dick talk. So you're going to hear me like, you know, say, Oh, wow. It was a little oh, cold. Wow. It, was a little, it was a little cold last night. Uh, we got down to the teens. <laughs> Uh, like, don't forget, you can see me at the chili cook-off. I'll be, I'm going to do all that shit. Eric Zane, this is going to be like a classic, uh, like any, well, it's been, it's been a plot of millions of movies, but like it happens like a lot in kids movies. I feel like where like, uh, one kid is like friends with one kid, but then becomes friends with a different kid and then like has to leave the other kid in the past. Oh yeah. I feel yeah. like that's, it's going to be you and me, Eric Zane, because if you hang around me too much, you're going to be cussing and talking about pussies oh, yeah. and dicks and stuff. So well, it's funny because the people who run the radio station, they've heard my show and, uh -huh. and I know that one particular person is like very, very concerned about my mouth and, <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's stupid. And, and, uh, and the reason why I say that is because when I go to church, you know, I don't go, Hey, let's go. Let's talk some pussy. You know, I, I, <laughs> I know where the fuck I'm at. I'm not. I'm not a goddamn moron. Where I'm gonna start. Ah, man, let's. Uh, I was to tell you what. I was fucking the shit out of her last night. I'm not gonna do that. Come on, give me a fucking break.
Um, oh so. man, yeah, that's that's funny, dude. That's uh, I know people always like that. Like when I used to work in corporate America, like that was before I got the job. Um, literally, like the COO was like, uh, he's like, yeah, like before this, you just like worked on the trucks you know, when I was at Two Men in a Truck, and he's right. like, so like it's a, it's a different speed here at corporate. You know what I mean? Like you have to right. talk different and all that stuff. And I was like, dude, like I get it. I can read the room, dude. I still got in trouble all the fucking time, but I I said that. Well, it's so <laughs> insulting if you think about it. If a, if a rat- rational person like in that case what you just described oh we understand that you've got a potty mouth it's like well yeah I, and i also have a brain asshole of course i'm not going to talk like the way i talk on the street in this corporate setting now suck my dick and shut up yeah for sure <laughs> oh man that's cool though i'm, I'm happy for you Xavier. yeah big things are happening you're building dumpsters and i'm fucking playing goddamn blood zeppelin records yeah, hell yeah, baby. Well, I, I'm more envious of you than I am of myself. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, are you still podcasting, by the way? Yeah, so we fuck it. Like, in the winter, we just, like, never do it. Because um, yeah, I, I just do it with my, my, my buddy Cliff all the time. And so, you know, like, I, I we just, it kind of, it was supposed to be, like, just me. But then it kind of morphed into, like, a duo type thing. So then I just, I just wait to do it with my buddy. So, you know, because, like. I'm not trying to like throw off the vibes and be like, yeah, I'm by myself today, but like tomorrow I'm back, you know, so. Okay. Yep. 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 But yeah, I'll, I'll do it again. Like we'll probably start once it gets a little bit warmer. We can chill outside and smoke those black and milds and fucking chill, baby. Kyle, you're an absolute legend. I appreciate you very much and uh, have a great rest of the day. Give my best to, to I love Tony. Tony's Tony's the man. Yeah, Tony, yeah, you, yeah, when you came out the, the other day and you were like, yeah, you work with this fucking guy. <laughs> that was awesome, dude. I go, is he good to you? <laughs> Tell me he's good to you. Do you, like, have to get pay for insurance and shit as a business owner? Oh, hell yeah, Eric Zane. That's, that's a, like, when people, like, are always on the phone, like, when I'm trying to book stuff and they're always bitching about prices. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like, some other dude could pick this junk up for, like, 50 bucks. And I'm like, do it. He's a fucking crackhead, but do it then, dude. I got fucking bills to pay. Yeah, we got, like, insurance, you know, workers comp. I mean, the fuel, the dump fee. There's, like, our, our chart lot. of accounts is, like, 50 things that we have to pay for. What so, about, yeah, it's fucking wild. Have dude. you started a company 401k for Tony yet? No, we don't have. We, we actually don't have any benefits yet, but we uh, we're working with like a, what do you call those fucking companies? Uh, PEOs, PEO. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, we're gonna have some soon. <laughs> All right, yeah, I want Tony to get a four hundred one k. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, I'll talk to you. I uh, love you guys, dude. See ya. There you go, Kyle from a company that used to market on the show. Ashley writes, I thought you were gonna strike parking lots this season. Yeah, of course I'm going to strike parking lots this season. Are you kidding me? That's the plan. That at throwing another log on the pile. I'm going to try to do so much. Okay, so the day would be this. Um start prepping for the radio show at 5 a.m. Do the radio show 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Do the podcast at 10 a.m. Podcast done at noon. Start the Patreon, 12.30. Done, one. Take off my clothes and go stripe parking lots. I mean, I'd put on my work clothes. I'm absolutely going to do that. There's Tim works like from five in the morning till eight at night, 10 at night. So there is uh, there is no stopping me. 
you, people are like, God damn it, easy. There's no way you can pull all this shit off. You know, my whole life, people have been telling me what I cannot do. Uh, Ashley says he 100% believes you're working with him. Well, he should because I am. I, I cannot wait. I am so looking forward to striping those fucking parking lots. I'm a goddamn grinder. I'll work circles around everybody's fucking ass. I'm a goddamn machine. And I'm going to be totally ripped. Because I'll be working all the fucking time. I'll be completely jacked. All right. Megan says, um, it blows people's minds that businesses need to run properly. I'd love to answer them the way Kyle just did. Do it. He's a crackhead. Oh, my God. All right. Always a great time uh, talking to the world-famous Kyle from a company that used to market on this show. By the way, um, I feel like an old car right now because I feel excellent. I feel like it took a while to get warmed up, like getting in here and actually starting the show. I was a little concerned that I'd be able to pull it off. But sometimes you just kind of get warmed up. I Now I feel good. I started the show probably 60%. I think I'm 85 to 90 right now, which my intensity, 85 to 90, is usually three times as high as everybody else. Okay? Now you know I'm starting to feel squirrely because I'm getting cocky and uh, speaking exuberantly about all the amazing things that I do. A.C. Davis says, if you worked outside all summer, your tan would be dark olive. Oh, I'm brown as shit in the summer, man. I look like a fucking Hamas guy trying to deliver flour. Oh, I'll create the Patreon because you support genocide. You're as bad as Adolf Hitler. I'm soft as fuck. <laughs> fuck off Tim says Eric you look happier today doing uh, the podcast and I've seen it in a long time well thank you I appreciate that <laughs> you're a dictator Eric Dane <laughs> fucking wimp alright I'll be right back I gotta go pee Cow fade. Cow fade. Okay. Uh, God bless the sponsors. Thanks again to uh, A&E Heating and Cooling. Stand by. <laughs> Damn it. Joe Martinez. Holy crap. 616-516-8579. Uh, when you are in need of a new AC or a new furnace or maybe just some uh, repairs... You know, if your uh, furnace or your AC is, you know, two decades old, like mine was, uh, the end is near. It's about time to change it out. In fact, I'm fully expecting an AC upgrade before too long. Maybe we can squeak another year out of those things. But they do have a uh, finite lifespan when it comes to getting that stuff installed. Um Reach out to A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Scheduling now 
for AC tune-ups. You should see the folks at A&E at least twice a year. Uh, for the heating months to tune up the furnace, for the cooling months to tune up the AC. Don't just flip it on and think, ah, oh, it's time to start cooling the house. You don't know what the hell's happened since the last time you shut it off. God forbid if the squirrels chewed the wires or something like that. My God, that thing's outside, you know. 616-516-8579. Thank you, Joe. God bless Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. Their website, irvines.com, ervines.com. Uh, early bird drop-off, late bird pickup. Not to mention, they have loaner cars available for you so that you can get to and from work and all those uh, good things. Whether it's preventative maintenance or something a little bit more thorough. Uh, you might need to reach out to my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Rich says, the Jews get a free pass to kill however many they people, people they want. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's true. I cannot support that statement. Um. Ryan writes, to be honest, if Mike Rowe died, there's only one person that could replace him on dirty jobs. Eric fucking Zane. You're goddamn right. Me striping parking lots. I can't wait. And I want to do all the shit work that Tim doesn't like, like making sure the chalk line is perfect to put the paint down. I want to show up from... Uh, uh, I show up back home after a hard day's work with pain all over my body, pain all over my clothes, with a fucking uh, money, a pocket full of fucking money. Give me that money. I even approached um, a person, a friend I know who, a friend, my daughter's boyfriend. Um, and I was like, you know, if you, if you want to get in on a great place to work, you should call. Uh, shoreliners that's where i leave it i don't i don't ever try to like do anything more especially with a young person with a young person you never know where their brain is at i go so if you're looking for work this summer uh, great place to work and i explained it hey uh thanks i'll look that up that's when you know it's like yeah i don't i think that that just bounced off of I love working. That's ideal for the... Yesterday, it was weird because um, being that I didn't have this show to do, I suddenly had a lot of time on my hands. So I'm like, uh, what should I do? Should I lay in bed and just watch TV? And I'm like, you know, I think that would actually make me feel worse. So I started that whole damn tax process. I don't have to do anything. Tag accounting does everything. But I still got to gather up all my shit and take it over to the tax hobbit. Uh, Ashley writes, can you back in a trailer, Zane? Oh, yes, you can because you have a camper and a hot tub. No, I suck at that. The camper has its own motor. I'm not pulling anything. I think uh, Ashley is um, having a manic episode if you were to go back and look at how many times she's chatted here today, she is just an absolute, uh, a chatterbug. 
can't stop. She's got, she's gone to like a Kenny level of interacting and I'm not really in a bad enough mood to shut her down. Uh, she says she's concussed. She's not. Um, she made that up. Jesus. She's so not concussed. She bumped her head and then demanded everybody tell her she has a concussion. And then she went golfing. She does not have a concussion. No matter what she tells you, she does not have a concussion. Even if she went to like a doctor and he did a brain scan and said, there's a concussion here. You can't tell her she has a concussion. Don't tell her that. Oh God. Hold on. Let me, let me hit ignore on my phone. Then Chris says, then what happened at golf? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Ryan says, I'd be nervous if a doctor did a brain scan on her brain. They might find mutations. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. All right. Enough of that. I shouldn't have said anything. It's like feeding a cat. Uh, Anyway. Thank you to Green Medicine Shop. When it comes to buying and consuming the cannabis that I know you all love, everybody consumes cannabis. Seems like I'm the only one who doesn't. I want you to get it from the Green Medicine Shop in Greenville, Michigan. I know, I know that is a long drive. And I know there's a recreational facility right around the corner from you. I know that. However, this is a mom and pop business and my sponsor. So I want you, I'm asking you to go out of your way to support my friends at the Green Medicine Shop. You do need a med card to purchase the high quality cannabis from the Green Medicine Shop. If you already have one, you're good to go. If you don't have one, Go to their website, thegreenmedicineshop.com, and uh, click get your med card. There's a spot right there. Take you 15 minutes. It's going to cost you $90. You're like, oh, easy. This is too many hoops to jump through. Yeah, I know. But you pay the $90, and then you get a $100 in-store credit. That's how they get around that for you. They want to make sure you have uh, all you need to want to buy from them. Okay? Medicinal cannabis has a lot less yeast and a lot, yes, a lot less mold in it, okay? Recreational cannabis is held to a different standard, and so um, they can have a lot more yeast and mold in them, and if you are, have any type of allergy to those things, that's not good. They even go so far as to nuke the cannabis, microwave it, in order to get rid of those nasty things, and, well, that's not great because it's still there, just dead, all right? You're burning something and sucking it into your lungs. You want it to be as pure as possible. Green Medicine Shop will take care of that. Also, the best part, no 10% excise tax. In Michigan, when you buy recreational cannabis, you're going to pay the 6% tail, uh, sales tax. I almost said tail sacks. Sales tax. Plus the 10% excise tax. Medicinal? No. All right. 
You don't have to worry about the 10% excise tax. That's that green medicine shop. Okay. So this lady decided she was going to poison her boyfriend. Um, the method was put a bleach tab into his tea and see if he'd notice. Well, he definitely noticed. And uh, this is uh, that story. New at 11, a woman is behind bars accused of trying to poison her boyfriend by spiking his tea with bleach. According to police, the suspect says that she thought the mixer was sugar, but prosecutors aren't buying it. Jamie Gorilla is live in Northwest Miami Day tonight with more on this toxic story. Jamie. Yeah, the suspect locked up behind. By the way, this guy right here, that's a handsome bald man. He looks good. That's why you should shave that shit. Her boyfriend rushed to the hospital after drinking that spiked tea. He is expected to be okay. Love the leather coat, too. Okay, moving on to Yvette Diaz. Yvette Diaz is accused of putting a concentrated chlorine tablet, also known as bleach, in her boyfriend's tea and trying to poison him. The 49-year-old suspect appeared in court Saturday and pleaded not guilty to a charge of food water poison. Police say Diaz and her boyfriend were together three years. I don't know what happened with them because they look like a beautiful, a fair, happy couple. That's Diaz's landlord. He watched as police took her into custody last week. She looks like a female version of me with that nose. When this police was here. Serious. He was to the, to the hospital. She was in the in the police car about three, four hours. They were they were waiting for the detective. What's this guy's deal? They're coming to the property. According to police, the poisoning <laughs> happened inside a unit in this duplex in Homestead. The victim decided to make a meal and a tea, then walked outside to his employer. The arrest form says when he came back, he grabbed his food and drink and sat down with Diaz. The victim offered a bite of his tortilla, which she accepted. Diaz then allegedly exclaimed how spicy it was, and the victim offered her his cup of tea, which police say she adamantly declined. The arrest form also says the victim then took a large gulp from his cup and his throat started to immediately burn. The victim then noticed a strong smell of bleach emanating from his cup. Yeah, if you're going to poison somebody, you got to do it with, uh, you know, that doesn't, um, a kind of is a, is a time release. You can't have something that you just sniff and you know that it's poisoned. I mean, come on. The victim immediately poured the drink. Well, what was it, Breaking Bad that they used the ricin? Into the sink, at which time he saw the remnants of a concentrated bleach tablet. The arrest case that there's probable cause. Your Honor, we have a probable cause argument. Go ahead and make it. Our probable cause argument is that there was no intent, and that is one of the elements intent to kill or injure. How could you possibly say that? She put a bleach tablet in his tea. How could she not be intending to kill or injure, you idiot? Um, the mysterious stated um well on the arrest affidavit it states that she did not um know what was she was putting in what happened to be the tablet but a prosecutor argued diaz claimed she thought the bleach tablet was sugar upon investigation when officers responded to the scene they discovered that the sugar that is within the household is held in powder form in the upper kitchen cabinet well, yeah and the concentrated chlorine that's within the household which was in the drink is in tablet form and kept under the kitchen sink well, of course, that's what everybody does. Hey, do you want some sugar? 
Yes. Well, I'll get it. It's in this bowl in the cupboard. You get a spoon and you put a little in. You don't go under the sink to a box, unwrap the tablet and drop it in and say, oh yeah, there's your sugar. What a, what a fucking ridiculous attempt. All right, now Diaz is being held here on no bond. If convicted, she could spend life in prison. Reporting live in Northwest Miami-Dade, Jamie Garola, NBC6 News. Nice jacket, Jamie. like that guy. This is so stupid. What an idiot. That's her excuse. Uh, Dona Dan says, ah, she's trying the Lily Tomlin nine to five defense. There's a reference. Uh, Dan also adds dumb chick. Everyone knows cyanide tastes like almonds. Jeez, do it right. Tyler, the joke man writes this event occurred after Diaz also attempted to sneak a Tide pod in her boyfriend's ravioli the other day. Rich adds, adds, yeah, because bleach and sugar look so similar. Why is this, quote, why is this tea blue? Did you poison this? Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't think they were using, like, the, uh, the, the type that you put in your toilet. But still, A for effort, as always. You deserve a pass since your vehicle got destroyed today or whatever the fuck happened to you. That's unbelievable. So now this guy has to pick up the pieces, dating that chick for years. All right, moving on. Uh, This young lady has an allergy that I've never heard before. Um, Allison Tennyson is, uh, she has an allergy and she started to get an idea that there was something wrong when like she'd be having sex and then the guy would, um, well, his reproductive material would come flying out of his ding dong and it would come splashing down all over her body, face, arms, chest, boobies, back, wherever. And then, uh, it was like lava. It would start to burn her skin. And so she went to the doc and said, hey, what's going on with this? And they determined that she's actually allergic to semen. This is a semen allergy. Jesus. That is incredible. Here she is talking about it. I think I need to, uh, I think I need to play this. You're right. I'm allergic to semen. <laughs> There she is. It's not funny. It actually sucks. Because not only am I allergic to semen, I'm also allergic to every condom on this planet. So anyways, I'm allergic to semen. She looks like the kind of chick who really likes to have a lot of sex, too. I don't know why she's holding on to that thing. And I tried to ask my allergist about this. And he was like, I think you're actually just allergic to the friction, not the <laughs> semen itself. And she's like, well, that, so of that's course, weird. I just did a little experiment and did the deed without the semen. And there's no burning at the end. Oh, because what happens when semen touches my lady parts? And here's the thing. I'm only allergic to semen on my lady bits. 
Oh. And when it touches my lady parts. Okay, I thought it was like if it lands on her face, her face starts burning. They burn so badly. Like it hurts. It hurts so bad. I can't I can't handle it. I I cry. I cry. Okay, it hurts so bad. So my allergist is like, oh, it's just the friction. It's just the friction. So oh, that's I a microphone it. she's nope. holding. I thought I didn't know what that friction. was. It is most certainly the semen. Okay. So that's a problem. Now I, I thought for a second in this story that, you know, like her stomach would be hurting after she had a big gulp fest. This is what they do to test allergies. They they put all these stupid things on your back, I guess, to try to like narrow that down. But I mean, that's rough. Uh, ben uh, Ben says Ashley is not allergic to semen and neither is Saint Gaslight. Definitely not in their mouths. That's that's for sure. Um, boy, a story like this on a day where Ashley is completely going through a manic phase. This is all we need to get her chiming in uh, nonstop. She's an authority on semen. Uh, Megan says, wouldn't she be allergic to it other places too? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know that, that like the, uh, her lady bits, that's a, that's a type of skin type. That's different than like on the back of your hand, you know? So that's crazy to me. So I, I mean, can she not get pregnant or maybe she can get pregnant, but it just like hurts. God damn. Uh, Stevie sees the tattoo and says, what a shitty looking tattoo. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe it's the picture. But that is, uh, that is unbelievable. The fact that she's allergic to semen. Um, she discovered her semen allergy after being tested for 160 allergens with a few results coming back positive, such as nickel and penicillin. She was diagnosed with um, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome at 24 years old. A semen allergy, also known as seminal plasma hypersensitivity, is a rare allergic reaction to proteins found in the male spermatic fluid. Uh, When Tennyson's skin is in contact with jizz, it causes a burning sensation on her epidermis. Well, that's weird because she said it only affects her lady parts. I say dumper. I mean, you don't want to be sidled with this. I mean, come on. Half the time, the best part is when you blast away inside of there. Then you grab your phone for a close-up of the cream pie. And then you go and you post that shit. That's right. We're talking cream pies now. Yet another reason, yet another reason why my good friends at the radio station are concerned with me because of cream pie talk. Raise your hand if you're one of those folks who likes blasting inside of the mitt only to get the full-on cream pie video shoot after. Spectacular. All right. So we're learning that the audience, all big fans of cream pies here. Don't act like you're not into that. Okay. 
Everybody here loves to watch a solid cream pie. These poor people cannot experience that. All right. That's enough cream pie talk. Uh, Have you ever been on an airplane and push your seat back? You know, you push the button on the side and then uh, the next thing you know, you're being reclined. Uh, I have opted to not do that for some time. Even though if they push their seat back, I mean, if everybody pushes their seat back, it's fine, you know. (coughs) But all it takes is one person who doesn't want to push their seat back. And then they think that you pushing your seat back is eating their space and they get offended. So to avoid that, I just sidestep it all together And if the person in front of me pushes their seat back, I keep my mouth shut. And then I, in fact, don't push my seat back. I would rather just enjoy the flight and get used to my seat being the way it is uh, instead of actually pushing it back. Or if I want to push my seat back, I will, as a courtesy, say, do you mind if I push my seat back? fully expecting that they may say, no, you cannot push your seat back. And then I'll go, no big deal. When you're on a plane, it's the wild, wild west. And the last thing you want to do is do something that could be involved like uh, in, in sort of some sort of incident that causes the plane to uh, have to be you know, landed and everybody gets in trouble or deboard or something like that. You just want to get to your goddamn uh, uh, uh point of destination okay this lady put her seat back and then the person behind her started pushing on the chair and that caused a problem and then it came to this this is the moment where the chick here who's turned around the white chick she's saying i i can put my seat back what the fuck is is wrong with you there she is let's watch this Okay, you heard her. Shut the fuck up. Okay. The, the white couple here, she's yelling at black guy. The black guy is looking at the chick. The chick was the one who was pushing the seat forward. I'm allowed to put my seat back. I'm allowed to put my seat back. I'm allowed to put my seat back. Um, this 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 footage from an unknown flight shows a woman tearing into another passenger who allegedly spent the whole trip trying to push her seat upright. This is yet another incident uh, that has been plaguing the skies. Moments like this, people lose their shit. You want to avoid this at all costs. I'm telling you, you're better off just doing it the way I do it. Don't just assume that you can put it back. You should be able to assume that you that you can put it back. But the plane is not a normal area. Everybody there is entitled. And the last thing you want to do is have the moment like we're seeing right there happen. Uh, when... You know, because then you're going to, there's going to be an issue. 
Uh, eyes wide with fury, the woman rose to her feet as she shouted down the protests of the alleged pusher. Um, let's see. The showdown has a strike back was a strike back for pro recliners who suffered a blow in August when a woman was filmed successfully battling a back battling back a recliner by holding the seat in front of her upright with her hands on a transatlantic flight. Respect the person behind you. The anti-reclining passenger repeated four times in a patronizing tone as the woman ahead of her potentially asked or politely asked what was going on. All right. So this is the end all on this debate. You do not want to just do it. You can't just push the button and go back. Impossible. That's out. If you want to have the least amount of trouble, don't bitch when the person in front of you does it and just don't do it. Just leave it upright. All right. But if you must, you have to now ask. Now, back in the day, you didn't have to worry about this shit. You just did it, but everybody now is so soft. Back in the day, you could light a goddamn cigarette on the plane and smoke in the plane. There was actually a smoking and non-smoking area on the plane with ashtrays. You could light up any, any fucking time you wanted. You could even be in the non-smoking area and light up and then you go, eh, come on now. Yeah, all right, I'm almost done. All right, no more. Nobody cared. People who didn't smoke cared. But fuck those people, right? It's the 1970s. You do whatever the fuck you want. Nowadays, you you push the seat back and it's like you're lighting up a cigarette and blowing smoke in their face because everybody nowadays is such a pussy. Case in point, the guy who just quit me on Patreon. He's butthurt because I said, let's go Israel, roll some tanks through Gaza. My God. Kenny says, Eric Zaitunian would never do this. That lady has gone full Zane mode. Wait a minute. Are you saying that the lady who pushed the chair back went full Zane mode? Well, that's not true at all because I would never just push my chair back. Stevie writes, I'm going to start a campaign. To have all reclining seats removed from planes and replaced with non-reclining seats. Problem solved. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's better the way it is because we can have great moments like this and have these intelligent conversations about how adults are supposed to act. Nate says, I would shove my seat back until it broke and it was on the person's lap the whole flight. Nate would actually be, if he turned his head right or left, he'd be able to eat her vagina. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, a little bit more about our cream pie discussion. Mitch writes, that lady's tombstone will just read cream pied till she died. A.C. Davis, 2259, says, don't lead with cream pie talk on your new radio show. No, there will never be cream pie discussion on the radio. Okay? I'm not a goddamn animal. 
for the past five years, anything goes here on this fucking podcast. All right. Even though everybody here loves cream pie, they just won't admit it. Um, And everybody that would be listening to the radio would also love cream pie. A cream pie discussion. Jizz inside of her vagina or her butt. Get out your camera and shoot the video of the jizz dripping out. That is the cream pie. All right. Either the anal or vaginal cream pie. All amazing video. We all love it. We all do it. I could talk about that on the radio and everybody would love that discussion, but I'd be fired. So there is no cream pie discussion on the radio. Ryan says, I I go back to my earlier comment. That woman needs to be destroyed. We as a society can't allow this creature to create offspring with this issue. We must save cream pies for future generations. I think Ashley has brought up her propensity to be involved in cream pies. No surprise. The woman volunteers this information regularly. Check, check. Um, I've got a comment that says something happened to the stream. I, I don't know. It looks good on my end. Check, 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 check. Is it there now? A little bit of help. Uh, still no sound. I don't know what happened. I'm going to. Okay. I see what happened. I see what happened. Connection issue. I gotcha. All right. It froze, came back with no audio. I will restart. Guess who's back? Back again. Shit is back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? 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 I created a monster. Chop liver. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, there was an internet issue, I guess. It uh, shut it all down. It shut it all down. I was sitting here. I was enjoying my discussion about cream pies. This is how it went from my perspective. It was a full-on uh, discussion about cream pies. You'll have to go back and listen to it on the audio podcast. And uh, I was, I mean, it was all sorts of how uh, great comments about cream pies, both anally and vaginally. And then I, uh, I, I scrolled down to see some of the input from you cream pie enthusiasts. And then there was discussion about how you could not hear me. And I was uh, greatly confused because I was not aware. And then uh, it was revealed to your old pal EZ that my internet connection had gone down. And um, my first thought is, how am I going to do a radio show from here if I can't even do a podcast from here? And uh, that's a 
that's an amazingly great question. Um, Kenny says, holy shit, the screen was black saying it had ended and I left it up for the longest time. And then I hear Eric singing Eminem. Uh, Ryan says you need to get business grade internet with your friends at Comcast. Way ahead of you. Way ahead of you. There's all sorts of things in the works to make this more foolproof. Uh, Because of that reason. Tyler says, I took over the show and already dubbed the asshole of the day and mentioned TC paintball, so you're all set. Tyler, who was your asshole of the day? I need to know this. I'm curious as to who you would make as the asshole of the day. The jizz allergy lady, why would she be the asshole of the day? You see, this is why you're a joke writer. You can't can't, uh, make her, she's a victim. It's a horrible uh, idiot or asshole today. It's not her fault. She's a she's a saint. She needs the jizz. Come on now. What an allergy. Allergic to jizz. Uh Ryan writes from Tyler. I hereby dub the jizz allergy lady as asshole today since Eric is gone. Asshole today brought to you by TC Paintball. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll catch you on the Patreon a little bit later. Bye bye. No. You have no authority to do such blasphemy. Commit such blasphemy. It's awful. Uh, It's very important, though, that I um, meant before we do get to the asshole of the day. um, To keep in mind that with tax season right around the corner, um, tag accounting works weekends. You can book Saturday, Sunday to get your taxes done. The guy goes... Seven days a week, 17 hours a day, every day, tax season. From the beginning of the new year all the way to tax day itself. Okay? He grinds. Tag accounting. You can find them online at tagcpa.net. Get your taxes done from anywhere in the U.S. via their online portal. 616-301-9566. 616-301-9516. Tag CPA, uh, dot net. That's where you need to go for any further information. Schedule that appointment today and mention EZ. Also, for audience members, no matter where you are, when it comes to insurance, Frank Fuss is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker mypolicyshop.com he gets people in policies for any type of insurance let's talk life insurance okay especially for you young folks like tyler there tyler's got a wife he's got a little one you know i look at uh, matt kuypers he's got four kids he just had triplets his wife just had triplets okay so what's going to happen if there is an untimely disaster that all of a sudden matt's not around what is Mrs. Matt supposed to do at that point? Well, if you are an idiot and you don't buy insurance, then she's going to have a horrible rest of her life or spend a few bucks a month and get in a fucking pristine, super preferred policy because you are in excellent health and ensure that if anything does happen to you, Mrs. Matt uh, won't be left 
holding the bag because you didn't buy insurance. I guess my point is here, don't be an asshole. Insure your life. Go to buyinsurancehere.com. Get that taken care of. Put that in front of buying your Starbucks every day, you dickhead. Go to buyinsurancehere.com and mention EZ when you sit down for a few minutes with Frank Fuss. His services are free. He's just putting you into a policy. Last but not least, my friends of the Grand Rapids Gold, we've got basketball Sunday at Van Andel Arena, and I want to see you there. GrandRapidsGold.com is the website. 14 bucks a ticket. Uh, with that game Sunday, we've got seven remaining. Some of those are Thursday, Friday, which is $2 beer, $2 dogs. But Sunday, we've got Marvel Superhero Day. Great for the kids. They're going to love that. Have so much fun. Uh, get them on the video board, on the big board, as we have fun at the Grand Rapids Gold basketball game. GrandRapidsGold.com. Okay. Uh, that was a great closing via text, short and sweet, Tyler says. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, only 11 of you made it back to the uh, epilogue for today's show. Everybody else bailed. They all got things to do. God, I need a haircut. Still looks tremendous, but it's too long. Uh, we do have the asshole of the day today. So um, I, I still don't understand the motivation for the lady who has a medical condition to make her the asshole of the day. It's the dumbest thing ever, ever heard. Um, let's see. It could have been the woman who tried to poison the husband. But uh, no, I'm based on what I talked about today, I'm still pissed off about it. The asshole of the day is, is uh, Braden the pussy. He is your asshole of the day today. Thank you for being here. I appreciate the support. Sorry about the technical issue. I went and unplugged the modem and restarted it. Yeah, I got to get that taken care of. Okay, till next time, folks. Have a good one. See you down the road. Bye-bye.